0: Welcome to The Higher Self and I, your go-to podcast that will release you of your victim mindset and become your one-way ticket towards the mind-blowing results you desire in your life and your business. I'm your host, Rebecca Hayden, mindset and business mentor, ready to help you unlock your mindset into gear and empower you to step into the person you always knew you were meant to be a badass CEO who is here to claim her freaking millionaire life. Ready to find out what life could be like if you just did the thing? Let's go, baby. Welcome back to Higher Self and I. And oh my goodness, do I have the success story for you today? Oh, the breakthroughs, the up levels and the shifts that my client Sophie has been through since we've been working together. We have coined her quantum leap in business and I cannot wait to share it with the rest of you because where she was when we first started together, she could not even tap back into. She really, truly has scaled and grown so sustainably and so incredibly since then. So. Oh, it is going to be a good one. Now, Sophie is a marketing strategist and Facebook ads expert who works with ambitious female entrepreneurs who are really ready to level up their scattergun marketing system to match their next level goals. Exactly what we love to talk about around here. Now, her years of expertise, both in the corporate world and working with smaller businesses, informs her unique approach, which empowers her clients and helps them to find the balance between bold actions, hell yes, and feeling safe and supported, hell yes. Now, she particularly loves working with business owners who have tried big launches, And have realized that they don't want to be living on the adrenaline anymore, but have realized that if you want an evergreen approach to sales, they need an evergreen marketing strategy and systems to support that. She is an absolute authority in her niche, and I cannot wait to introduce you to Sophie For you to listen to her breakthroughs, to the beliefs that we let go of, and what she is doing now in her business. So let's dive in. Hello, hello, you gorgeous, gorgeous lot here on the podcast. I have another incredible success story for you today. My gorgeous client Sophie is here with me. I'm so excited. Welcome.
1: Thank you so much. It's so exciting to be on your podcast. I have my own podcast. I'm kind of using Being the one asking the questions. I'm a bit nervous answering them today.
0: I know, I know. (laughs) I'm here to grill you. I'm here to grill
1: it all. Oh my god,
0: (laughs) no. No. We'll be nice. We'll be nice. But Sophie is here to speak about her success because by God, it has been the most insane year for you. And I know we'll get into all of the juicy bits. Um, but we started actually coaching together. Well, from the very beginning, we actually started coaching together in December, didn't we? You brought one of my Black Friday uh, 90-minute deep dives, didn't you? And we had that one session. And I think you had quite a big breakthrough on that session alone, didn't you, of like realization?
1: Yeah. Yeah. I had. um, So it was 90 minutes, wasn't it? And I had never really done like intensive mindset work. I'd like worked on my mindset before. But you know, over like six months in a group program and hadn't necessarily seen like huge amounts of change. So a bit of me was like, I'm not sure how much I'm going to get done in 90 minutes. But you know it's a black friday offer i've been kind we'll of a i've go. been circling <laughs> her for a while like I'll, I'll give her a little bit i'll see how i'll see what happens and then i was like oh my god if she can do this in 90 minutes like i feel like i probably do need him in my life for a little bit longer Yeah. So then i was like that's it talk to me about your other packages and then i just went for the longest and one yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's go. And I think I remember kind
0: of having a conversation when you first jumped into the six months working together of like that fear of kind of having such a big investment to step into and how that felt and what you wanted it to look like. Just tell the audience a little bit about where you were with your business and with your mindset around that time, around January of this year.
1: Yeah. So I've been running my business for what, five and a half years at that point. And um, I just, I guess it's fair to say that I'd had ups and downs. And this is something I'm sure we'll dig into, but I'd have success, you know, like getting a 5k months or even a couple of 5k months. And then it would sort of slowly all ebb away. And I'd been through that cycle a few times, kept convincing myself that I had the wrong business, the wrong strategy, the wrong training. And, you know, it's just everything I was doing was obviously something was wrong. Like, Why? was everyone else doing it and I couldn't. So um, yeah, got to the end of last year and I'd um, launched a group program. Um, I was doing some one to one work and I was earning like like two to three K a month. And I could kind of see like, okay, with a group program, if I can grow it, like that could maybe get me up to five K if I kind of really push the group group program. Um, But I was just at a point where I was like, I'd actually been applying for jobs. I said, like, this is such hard work for relatively little money, a lot of time away from my children, a lot of stress and like mental load of like, how am I ever going to get to the point of running a business that feels fun and not just like, oh my God, I'm actually going to be able to pay myself next month. So yeah, and I've worked with a I've worked with a lot of coaches. Someone said to me the other day, um, oh God, the amount you spend on coaches makes me feel a lot better about myself. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I have oh, thank thank yeah, you. exactly. Thank <laughs> you. I aim to please <laughs> to make you feel better about your life. <laughs> but I have always invested in coaches. However, I've definitely always gone for like more strategy led ones, like create a group programme or um, you know, do something quite specific. So, um, I'd never invested in mindset like specifically before and that like, kind of leading my decision. But I think I just got to a point where I was like, Well, I've tried everything else. So if like maybe, just maybe, <laughs> it's something to do with my mindset. And um, yeah, that's kind of where it started. We called that out quite quickly. Yeah. We're like, Yeah, I think so, yeah. a <laughs> session, I was like, oh, I see. Maybe that's not a maybe. I think, I think it actually is. Yeah, I think it actually is. I think it's me. Yeah. And I remember specifically,
0: like I still remember reading your intake form at the time. And, you know, every client that comes in, I get them to do a pre-question. Pre-session questionnaire, so we really like we were really diving into what beliefs you were having at the time and what you thought was possible for you. And do you mind me sharing a couple that were on there?
1: Oh no, yeah, go ahead.
0: I remember one. Don't even have. I haven't even got it up, but I just remember it so specifically that you said that you couldn't be a multi-six-figure business owner. That was a belief that you wrote in your form. How how did that feel at the time? Was it because you were kind of stuck in that ebb and flow of kind of reaching the five back down? What what made that come up for you at that moment?
1: I think I just felt like it was, I felt so far away. Like it just felt like there was something that other people got that I just didn't get. Like I just couldn't understand how when I saw and like, I'm sure again we'll dig into this, but when I looked at like my pricing and like what I offered and the amount of time I had to work, like I just couldn't see how, I was ever going to get to that point sustainably, um, and I think one of the you know the big reliefs that we uncovered while I was working with you that I still comes up as a little onion and we peel away the layers, but it still comes up sometimes. Is you know, no matter how well I do things, it's going to end. It's, it's going to stop. People will stop wanting to buy from me. I'll run out of audience. I'll uh, people will uh, realize that I'm not as good as I say I am, or I'll overpromise and underdeliver, and everyone will think I'm terrible. Like. There's so many things that came up that I just felt like there's no way I'll ever get to a point where I can build on my business enough to get to multi-six figures. Like, sure, I might hit a 10K k month, but surely that will be followed by then tailing off to 8K and 6K and 4K and then back down I go. Um, I just couldn't see it ever being sustainable, I think.
0: Mm, And we did a lot of work. I I know we'll get into it, but like we did a lot of work in... Creating the safety, didn't we? When we got you there and it was very consistent, and you were like, oh, wow, okay, like for the fourth month in a row, nothing's gone anywhere. In fact, by the third of the month, I've made what I made last month.
1: <laughs> it was going oh like God. that, wasn't yeah. it? It absolutely was. And I remember, so I was on, yeah, when we started working together in January, it was like three to 4K. And then I think it was like January and February was 6K. Then uh, March and April were eight. And then it was like 10, like for two months. And it's just like consistently there's that like 2K jump, gentle, gentle jump. And then I think I had a dip one month because I totally relaunched the business and like rebrand and consciously decided that I wasn't going to take on m- new clients because I wanted to focus on that. And I think the biggest, one of the biggest wins for me was that it didn't freak me out. Like it wasn't like, oh my God, I've dropped back down to 8K. How horrific. Like that's it. It's a spiral. Like I'm going to go to 6k next month. I'm going to lose all my clients. And we were going into the summer months. So like technically I would expect my income to dip just because I work less because I've got kids, but actually it wasn't the next month. I think August was one of my biggest months this year. And that was like, for me, that was like the biggest testament to us working together was that resilience of like, there will, I'm not just going to earn an extra 2k every month forever. I mean, as lovely as that would be, but you know, having that resilience of mindset and kind of confidence that like things will ebb and flow and that's, that's okay.
0: Yeah. I love that. Like creating the safety around that in the business. Like you said, there is going to be times where we consciously decide to take that step back or through life, life happens or, you know, whatever that is, but having the mindset tools and techniques and the support and the subconscious shifts really helped you in that time, didn't it? So when we first started, you were obviously in the belief of it's all going to go away. This will never happen because if it does happen, it's going to go anyway. Can you remember any sort of like the biggest breakthroughs right at the beginning that really started to help you jump into that next step, into that next level?
1: Yeah, that's a really good question. Honestly, I mean, it feels like such a long time ago now. Like in the business and in like, just after so many things have happened, like I can't almost get myself into that previous mindset. It feels so alien to me now. It's I'm great. like, how am Don't I? Don't Yeah, exactly. <laughs> how, how what was I sort of thinking? I think for me, it was, I mean, we did a lot of work on sort of experiences that have happened in my life where things have come to an end and maybe I haven't had choice over it and how that doesn't have to apply to my business. And That yes, that was really crappy at the time, but kind of cutting that association with it then being sort of broad brush across everything, like really kind of understanding that I get to choose. I get to choose what I do, how I do it, who I do it with, how much I charge. Um, I think changing my prices and still having people buy from me was a massive um, thing. And then people coming back as well to like work with me again, even at this new like sickening price. Um but like you <laughs> made me do. But so was like, oh I mean even You did that, not. No, you didn't. She didn't. I just <laughs> I just like needed that accountability of someone saying like, right, how much is this actually worth? And then us saying the figure and then me being like on the call like I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to charge it to her because I can't tell Beck. because I went back to the old price. <laughs> so she'll be like, why did you do that? And it's I don't know. There's something about proving it to yourself like having that accountability and proving to yourself that actually if you say that number someone isn't going to like burst into tears or tell you that you're like that's outrageous number or that's too ex-, you know you're way too expensive like once you just i don't know sometimes someone once said to me like you can borrow my confidence until you have your own and i felt that quite a lot with you like you had such confidence in me and such confidence i could charge those prices That sometimes it felt like I could just borrow that confidence until I could like prove to myself that like I could actually do it myself. Yeah.
0: Oh, I love that. That's that's real cute. I loved every minute of that. Thank you. You're welcome. Take a moment. (laughs) Um, And I think we did a lot of work, didn't we, in the type of client that you were speaking to, and I know that had massive impact on now where you're taking the business, and we'll get into that. But really, that that starting point of you going no like I do want to speak to that type of client and okay this feels really scary right now but I'm equally going to step into the pricing of that type of client and practice that and create the evidence around that I think that was the biggest thing wasn't it it was the more evidence that you created that that was safe the more that you would happily say it on a call, and I remember having a conversation with you just a month ago where you were like, "I literally look at those prices now, and they they seem
1: too too low. Oh, no, <laughs> a little I'm bit very- too low." <laughs> yeah, and I think you know that comes when you start to have that confidence in yourself in what you deliver. Like you say, you get that evidence back, you evidence bank, you get that feedback from from clients, and you see. I suddenly saw like when I started working with these clients who were willing to invest I think in what I offer. Yes. They got better results and then that in turn made me realize like, "Oh, this is not I'm doing like myself and my clients a disservice by not allowing them to kind of get these results by keeping them playing small by, you know, keeping everything much more basic and like, you know, just kind of just working with people who were starting out, like the ones who were a little bit further on and kind of were willing to kind of invest and want to go to the next level where the the results kind of were multiplied kind of in, in impact. And and that in itself just really showed me that I could have so much more impact in my work if I just kind of was a little bit braver and kind of pushed a little bit harder. And, and yeah, and since then, yeah, I've attracted so many more like incredible clients who are just ready for that next level as well. And um, and my pricing and um, felt aligned with them, what they were charging their clients. I think that was one of the big realizations I had when I started talking to these clients who so were a little bit further on was actually like me underselling myself and undercharging them was out of alignment with what they were charging their clients. It felt then like a bit of a mismatch between us because it was like, oh, you're only that amount. Like, oh, I charge my clients, you know, 6k for working with me, you know, one-to-one for six months, for example, but you're only charging me like 500 pounds. That doesn't really make sense to me. So that's where it felt like actually this was about aligning myself with those ideal clients and what they were, the level they were kind of on as well.
0: Yeah. And I think that kind of coincided with the rebrand and taking everything back into your name. And I remember that, that one session. So, I remember it so well when we had the breakthrough of you kind of really stepping into that lioness and we had that song that you used to play and I did a visualization to it and it kind of started to become part of your brand, didn't it? That confidence, that bravery. I think the word, when you said the word brave, I was like, that is what started to happen. You were being brave, not only with stepping into a higher caliber of client, but really owning yourself and your skills and your knowledge as well i think that started to really shift too didn't it
1: yeah absolutely like we still well we started off didn't we like that was a massive shift with oh i want to rename my podcast like my podcast isn't attracting like the type of clients that I now want to be working with so like let's rename the podcast rebrand it a bit and then it sort of spiraled into (laughs) a totally new brand new website new name new new podcast as well new services Um, but it was incredible it gave me like the opportunity over a period so I was working with the graphic designer and copywriter and everyone alongside working with you and it kept me focused on that why I was doing this big rebrand because it would have been pointless if I hadn't been working with you to do a whole rebrand. But just kind of aiming it at the same clients, it was like, yeah, taking that leap, being brave, and kind of saying like, no, these are my new services, these are my new prices, this is who I want to work with. These, like, this is what how I want to run my week as well. That was a massive breakthrough for me, actually. Do you remember huge, when you were like, huge. I work one week on, one week off? I was like, sorry, what? Uh, are you talking about his? <laughs> like, yeah, I have client calls. <laughs> Yeah. Client calls one week and then no client calls the next week. I was like, right. This is fascinating. <laughs> That's within my control. <laughs> oh my God. It was honestly like the biggest light bulb moment of I don't just have to start with a client when they want to start. This is interesting. And I think I said to you, like, I, was, I think the reason it came up is because I was like, I'm definitely like, you know, getting the, the amount of zoom calls I'm having is fine, but it's just that they're just, you know, spaced through my week. I never feel like I get any time to do like deep work. And it's feeling like it's holding me back. Like I'm not getting to do my social media and like plan my week and stuff. And then you told me and I was like, Oh, this is interesting. So I spent, yeah, like, you know, all of my packages now either have monthly calls or fortnightly calls. So to allow for that. And initially I was like, Oh my God, I think my client, you know, I've always offered my clients weekly calls. And what's fascinating is when I I felt like, you know, maybe they'll feel like they're not getting enough value for money or they won't have enough access to me or they won't get enough support. But the reality is that my clients now are like, oh, two calls a month. That's going to be quite hard to fit in my diary like that's almost for them it's like oh gosh right okay how am i going to fit those in like we look at the diary and i'm like mm, i'm not sure so it's like oh my gosh they're not thinking that's not enough calls they're like wow that's so much support like i you know two calls a month like okay how can we fit that in so it's i think it's just have but doing that it took me doing that to realize like oh i see this isn't this isn't just about me this is about what my clients want as well and kind of really evolving then my understanding of what my clients wanted as well
0: yeah. Just by kind of putting the boundaries in there for you, it made you see what actual boundaries that they would resonate with or they would respond to and and actually kind of find out the story that you had put in your head to not do that was actually the complete opposite story than the actual truth, wasn't it? With your clients. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah powerful, powerful. Where, where would you say, so let's have a little look. Where is your business? Where is your mindset now? Oh my gosh, today, like today, hey, here we are. <laughs> here we are.
1: Yeah. So, what is it like? Yeah, ten months later. um Well, I actually just got off a call with my accountant, and um I have hit the VAT threshold. So that feels like a really exciting milestone. But obviously, we're totally neutral to it. <laughs> <laughs> we are. We are. We're totally neutral <laughs> to it. But, okay. It's already, <laughs> happened, in our heads. It's already <laughs> happened in my head. It's already happened in my head. I thought it was quite like. I was definitely like a marker for me because. I And this, this goes back to that little onion of it'll all end because once I hit the VAT threshold, you know, that's quite a commitment in terms of like my accountant and the paperwork that goes with it and actually can't hit the VAT threshold and then, and then all your income taper off because that's going to be a bit, a bit of a nightmare. So it's very much about having it in my head that this is a, you know, this is a great kind of milestone to hit, but actually it's just kind of showing me that I'm going in the right direction and we're building kind of, we're building from there. So I, yeah, I'm doing really, really amazingly. I mean, my income is stabilized um, and kind of it's growing quite slowly every month, which is amazing. I've just launched a group program, which is really, it's not something I thought I would do quite so soon. So I stopped my group program when I was working with Beck and um, that was a really good decision for me at the time. I, the way I'd structured it was really high touch support for a, a high involvement of me with lots of you know 90 minute weekly calls feedback as and when everybody wanted it lots of involvement from me but the price point just wasn't there to support the amount of people that i'd have to get into it to allow it to kind of give me the income which the support was way too high so i thought i'd step back you know not uh, do another group program but then this opportunity came up to do it with another coach a messaging coach and yeah it's just it's absolutely flown and the response we've got has been incredible and actually I think the reason why we've got such an amazing response is because we've got I've been working on my warm audience like all year. Like I've been this messaging, you know, this consistency, this messaging, this rebrand, this like the strength of like people understanding what I do and who I do it for has been such a strong foundation. I think in doing this quite low key launch, it's only been like 10 days. We did a couple of lives. We've done a couple of videos. Like it's not been huge. And yeah, we've got like 10 out of the 12 spaces already filled, which is incredible. Like for a six month kind of. Um, four figure, you know, program. So, yeah, like that, that's going really well. And then at the moment, I'm just mapping out my 2024 plans for, um, more like DIY, like how can I help people with their Facebook ads, but without necessarily it all being related to my time? Um, so kind of that's something I'm working on quite a lot. I had a big belief that I could only help people if they could have a lot of my time. And that's something that we worked on, and and actually, like, how can I, you know? And that's led into me growing a team as well, because it doesn't actually, it doesn't all have to be me. I'm doing everything. Little, <laughs> we did a lot of work. On we that. did a lot of work. The busy little chipmunk doing doing everything, because you couldn't possibly think of anybody else doing it as well as me, or as fast as me, or as effectively as me. Um, so now I have, um, yeah, a little team. I've got a social media manager and OBM a Facebook ads VA and a podcast VA. Yeah. So it's all going from strength to strength. Yeah. I, I love it.
0: I love it. It's been, it's been absolutely incredible seeing the growth. And I think because we had the, the predominant, the predominant kind of foundations of our work was the mindset work, wasn't it? And I think like you said, and have said throughout, it was that, that belief that we kept breaking through. There was lots of little onion peels, wasn't there? Um, of the it's all gonna go away or what's that gonna look like and I can't sustain it. And then kind of creating once we had got down to the bottom of that and kept working through that belief, again, you know, I want to really make sure that people know that we don't do it once and the belief's gone and it's like, I'm healed, I'm done. <laughs> you, know, you were like, inboxer, it's here again.
1: <laughs> Hello. So the way that it's <laughs> showing up today is but it definitely was like different levels of it like hitting the new level it was like oh i see now i'm worried about this or well, now this is coming up and making me so you kind of have to work through it don't you you do eventually it'll be so tiny the the layers will be tiny to work through but
0: for sure and i think just then creating the the safety around the sustainability has what's enabled you to stay at that consistent and Beyond, which I know that has happened since even we finished together a couple of months ago, and to be able to see what could be possible, I think, like you were saying with the twenty twenty four, and what could be possible now, just from that, in the way of mindset, what what do you think was the was there like a one pinpoint, or was it the collection of things that we did?
1: I think it was the collection. To be honest, like I don't think there was any one moment. I feel like there were so many little kind of like building kind of moments of, oh, I can do this. Oh, I I could rebrand. I could restructure my services. Oh, I can increase my prices and people will still want to work with me. Like it was just this real like momentum and building over time that just, I don't know, there's something about that momentum that feels like even if I have a wobble or if like you have a not great day or like a certain time of the month as well I've really noticed. Like that was something we really picked up on as well. It's like, oh hang on, this comes up every month. Like yep. that's <laughs> probably not that's probably not um just a coincidence, is it? Like there's enough momentum behind me that it doesn't feel like, oh, I'm going totally off track now. This is all gonna drop off. It feels like that can kind of carry me through those times. And like that, I don't know, there's just like, I just have a lot more of an ingrained like belief that like it can happen, like it will happen. Yay. Oh, (laughs) yay. (laughs) Like, <laughs> i know it's uh, yeah it's crazy i mean i think i've earned well, like more they've taken more this year in revenue than like the last three years combined yeah so, like someone said to me the other day oh you've you've had your quantum leap i was like i know well it's <laughs> about bloody time i've been working for myself <laughs> for six years i mean when was the quantum leap gonna happen <laughs> but here it is <laughs> uh,
0: i love that yeah i remember you sending me a screenshot you were like so this is what i made last year and this is what i've made in the last six months and it was like ridiculous to see the ridiculous. the change yeah. wasn't it which is so so good if you were to sum up working together in a word or I'll give you a sentence
1: if you need it what would that be <laughs> I love that you gave me a sentence you're like Sophie can't do a word <laughs> chatty Harry um no you too actually well. I have thought of a word I had thought a word I prepped my word before I came on um i but, no you see I still can't do a word I would say that working with you um the word that sums it up honestly is just like totally joyful I just the not just like the obviously the experience of working with you the calls like the vox are in between but just like everything that you help me achieve in my business has brought so much joy to my life like so much more time for me more time for my kids like my kids are sleeping better because like, I'm less stressed and like just yeah just totally totally joyful No, oh, I have
0: goosebumps everywhere that's so cute I love that And it was very joyful being there with you even even in the the voxer voice notes of the onion peels
1: yeah I mean <laughs> they were even those like, 10 minute voxer <laughs> voice notes <laughs> like I just need to work this through like bear with me <laughs> But a lot of the time you'd work it through before I'd even listened and you were like, no worries, all done. I'm good. Okay, I think I've got there. I've got (laughs) there. Note for the next session, just we'll just touch on that, but I think I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love that so much. Well, it's been
0: an absolute honor holding space, being there through this, what I would say is a quantum leap. It definitely has been. And I think just kind of having the retreat and you being at the retreat was just a little cherry on the top to have that kind of like solidified of what you have achieved and what you're going on to do. And I know we still chat all the time and you'll still be in my life for sure. So thank oh, you obviously. for, for letting me. me that easily. <laughs> but let's, let's dive into you and let's dive into who you are, what you do. I know I've already done the intro, but I know there's a lot of things that you do that we've spoken about that you've kind of moved into after, you know, when we were, were were working together that is going to be so helpful for my audience. So I'll hand the mic over. Who are you and what do you do?
1: Okay, so hi, I'm Sophie and I am I've decided that I am a marketing strategist that really have my expertise in Facebook ads. And basically, I help service businesses who are looking to um, not just grow their email list, but grow a warm audience of people that are always there and ready to buy from them. One of the biggest issues that I saw when I was working with clients and also when I was doing my own group program, which was like more of an evergreen structure than a launch structure, was that, yeah, it's great that you don't have the adrenaline of adrenaline of launches and you're not just getting like an influx of people however if you don't do those like big events that you often do when you do a launch and you have that influx of new people into your world audience growth can be something that is either falls off the to do list or um is something that you think oh like I've managed before organically like in between launches and stuff like I still get new people in my world that'll be fine and I think the if you want to kind of go down more of like an evergreen root with group programs, courses, even just one-to-one clients, like, you know, bringing people into your world all the time. You have to have a strategy, like a really solid strategy for growing your audience and warming them up that doesn't rely on you being in your business 24-7. Because what I saw was that my clients had that. But as soon as they stepped away to go on holiday or even just to focus on creating a podcast or um, creating a new course, like as soon as they took their eye off audience growth, like the day-to-day audience growth, it stopped. They then had less people in their world and then they didn't have anyone to sell to. And they're kind of all of their group programs and and all one-to-one clients or whoever it was just stalled. And then it kind of really impacted their confidence and kind of get, getting back up and running was really hard. So I work with clients who want to have a system underneath that. So using Facebook ads, email marketing, and like really strategic social and long form content to kind of always be bringing new people in and warming them up so that you kind of they all you're always getting leads through or people buying from you all the time.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I know we spoke a lot when we were looking at you really stepping into this new title that you've decided to coin yourself. <laughs> um where people <laughs> just thought it was the ads that were going to do all the work, but actually it's way more than that, isn't it? It's way more than just the ads.
1: Yeah. And like my temptation always is to say, "Hi, I'm Sophie and I do Facebook ads." And that's why I found it quite hard to work out like what I do call myself, like what is my one liner? Because yeah, what I do is take a bigger picture look at the business. So I look at, yeah, I mean, we did it with you, didn't we? Like we had a day together and I looked at your lead magnets, your course. So you already had your SEO hypnosis bundle, your emails, how you were directing people to your podcast, because we know that when people listen to your podcast, they kind of, you know, it's such a, such an intimate experience listening to podcasts, you know, watching YouTubes, watching, even if you're on someone else's podcast, like you're getting that long period of time. Um, And to being able to, even in your email sequences, strategically send people, not just, hey, go check out my Instagram, come follow me on Instagram. But instead like, hey, go and watch this video, which is going to help you solve X, Y, Z problem. Like even just small shifts like that, like that's what I help clients with. Like, A, strategically creating that content so that you can say, hey, go and watch this video because it's really great. But also just making sure that it's integrated in every single part of your like welcome sequence for someone. So you're creating this journey that someone is seeing your best content, your most persuasive content, your most content that gives the most like you energy And they're seeing it automated day in, day out. You don't have to be at your best every day. You don't have to be live on stories every day. Like you don't have to be visible when you just want to curl up and watch Netflix. Like your automations, your ads, your um, email is kind of doing it all for you.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I think that that's that's really what people are craving nowadays, isn't it? Like, I think like with the COVID days and, you know, us not having anything to do. And the only thing to do was to be on stories all day because we were like, well, what else do we do kind of thing? And then, and then when normal life started to kick back in, everyone was like, wow, I actually want to enjoy my life and grow my business. And how the hell do I do that? So I think that this is just such a incredible way of running a business sustainably again like our messaging is very similar in that way and I know obviously I help with the mindset behind it and the strategy and then you come in with the the marketing strategy and the Facebook ads but we were very aligned in who we were speaking to for that exact reason what do you find is the kind of the sticking point that makes people go into actually thinking about what you do and how you help them where are they
1: I think often they've They've worked with people one-to-one. They've probably launched like some sort of group program and they are maybe the first few launches were, or, you know, Evergreen, if you're doing Evergreen, like the first few cycles or the first few months, you got people in because you've been warming your audience up for Like months, years, right? You're suddenly, you've got this new shiny thing. You're kind of doing a lot of promo. It's almost like a bit of a mini launch, you know, even if you're not going to put the same like adrenaline and you know end date on it, like you can't then sign up for another three months or whatever. But often there's that energy behind it. You get people in, you feel like, oh my God, this is so exciting. And then suddenly what you realize, and I think this is what a lot of the coaches who kind of really teach this evergreen marketing, uh, evergreen kind of strategy, often what I see is that they don't highlight that that does mean that you are selling all the time. So you go from selling from three distinct periods a year, in a year, let's say, to selling all the time. And you have to be thinking about how you're going to be bringing people in, nurturing them and converting them like every single week. And there's not, you can't really have weeks or even a month off. Like, you know, the school holidays, like summer, for example, six weeks, can't really take summer off if you're an evergreen program, because unless you've got structures and systems behind you, and often that's what's happened. So my clients have either tried to take some time off and realized that their business doesn't run without them. So if they take time off, their business stops. And they're at a point where they're ambitious you know, they want the income, they want their business to grow and they're just not okay with having great quarters when they can be totally focused on the business and then slightly crappy quarters when they've got, you know, when the summer holidays happens to be there or their kids are ill or they decide they, heaven forbid, want to go on holiday. They're just, they're not okay with that. They want their business to be growing as a separate entity to how much they're working. And it's that realization and that also that frustration of, how am I going to get new people into this course every single month? Like the same people are clicking on my stories, you know, the same people are replying in my DMs, the same people are voting in my polls or commenting on my posts or replying to my emails. Like, yes, I'm bringing in some people organically and, but it's just not, it's not enough to kind of, to sell then usually like a high ticket kind of group program. Like you need enough people So it's like, it's people who are ready to kind of get that system in place. And often it's for a reason, like they want to write a book, they want to do a podcast, they want to be a speaker. So they like, there's often like an intention behind it of like, if I'm ever going to write this book, this business has to start to run a bit more without me. Or if I'm ever going to become a speaker and take like four days out to go and speak in America or whatever, like I can't still be you know, relying on me solely to bring people in. And I think often they've tried a VA, a social media manager, so like there's some kind of support there for sure. Like it's not like they're doing it all themselves, but they realize that they, often it's a personal brand. They're the ones their clients want to see. And by setting up this system, it allows them to still be super, super visible with their like best content without it being them
0: it's that omnipresence isn't it without them having to be present really you know exactly. which is is what they want i love that i love that and especially when we think of like the growth of their business i think it does take them to that next level doesn't it being so strategic i think they've the strategy has been there to an extent but it's that it's next level strategy that you do i really see that
1: yeah and i think often it's like you can absolutely like bootstrap it for a while I I actually had a phrase the other day which is going to be in a social media post soon champagne goals lemonade um systems yeah and like (laughs) because hilariously that was a nice little mindset thing that came up wasn't it like that was one of my mum's favorite phrases uh champagne was it champagne champagne lifestyle uh, lemonade money
0: lemonade budget or something
1: lemonade budget yeah but that's the thing I think if your goals are to, yeah, strategically grow scale. Like you can't keep just relying on you remembering to go on stories every day to get clients and nurture people. Like it's got to be more strategic at some point.
0: Yeah, for sure. I love that. Well, let's wrap up here. I have absolutely loved talking to you and just allowing people to share. I think one of the biggest things just hearing you today is that you couldn't actually remember where you were in January. And I think that's absolute That's an absolute testament to the dedication and the work and the tenacity that you had of the mindset work that we were doing. And it was uncomfortable and it did feel horrible and icky in some parts, like I know, but you stuck with it because you knew it wasn't the beliefs that you wanted to have anymore. And look at you now. Like, I just think it's absolute testament to you as well.
1: Thank you. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, God, some some of the calls were like, right, close your eyes. I was like, oh God, I don't, I don't know if I want to. I don't know. Can we do this? Here we go again. <laughs> Here we go again. I know, always, always afterwards, like it was always always for the better like I wanted to do the work like I wanted it to kind of get better so I was always like happy to do it although I would say for anyone considering working with Beck like give yourself like block out half an hour after your calls with her because I often found like just then hopping into a client call or trying to do some ads it was like okay I need a bit of a like a debrief myself like just need to lie down or go for a walk or something it's like because you shift I felt actually you shift a lot emotionally but it's almost like I physically needed to shift it afterwards as well like often I'd go for a walk afterwards just to kind of like move it move out the body as well
0: yeah holds in the body as much as it holds in the mind so yes absolutely yes give yourself an hour and a half
1: exactly yeah top tip (laughs) (laughs)
0: well thank you so much for coming on so i love you so so much and i cannot wait to see what you go on and do in the future it's going to be just wonderful i'm sure
1: amazing thank you so much
0: i'll see you all next week
1: your love and support means the absolute world to me with this podcast so if you
0: have enjoyed the episode today please make sure that you are sharing or reviewing or even rating the podcast because it allows me to get into more ear rolls. Now, if we're not connected on Instagram, head over and add me at underscore Rebecca Hayden underscore. Come and say hello. I'd love to see you there and I will see you on the next episode.